Hello everybody and welcome to a special edition of The Wrap, brought to you by Michigan Medicine Headlines. I'm Dan Elman with the Department of Communication. In this week's episode, we're going to look back at the first year of The Wrap, giving our listeners a chance to catch up on any of the best interviews they may have missed. Of course, if you want to go back and listen to any full episodes of the Employee Podcast, check them out on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any of your favorite hosting sites. The Wrap debuted in late September, giving employees a chance to hear directly from colleagues who discussed their areas of expertise. Some episodes were serious, some more lighthearted, but they were all designed to help you stay in the know on the go. One of the more serious episodes came just last week as the team behind Rewrite the Script stopped by to discuss the event, which was designed to help Michigan medicine experts enhance pain management and reduce opioid-related harm within the health system. Here's a sampling of what they had to say. Joining us today is Fiona Lynn, Strategic Advisor to the Chief Medical Officer, Dr. Paul Hilliard, Dr. Eric Scott, and Nursing Staff Specialist Katie Barwig. First of all, thanks everyone for being here today. Fiona, let's begin with you. Uh, Last month, Rewrite the Script brought together more than 200 members of the organization to discuss improving pain management at Michigan Medicine. Can you tell our listeners a little bit more about the event and how it came to fruition? Sure. It really began with some discussions that uh, Dr. Hilliard and myself had with Jeff Desmond, our Chief Medical Officer, and Jesus Sapero, the um, Chief Nursing Officer from the Women's and Children's Hospital, who at the time was acting as the Chief Nursing Executive. We chatted with them really at the start of the year in the winter about all the work that was happening in this space in related to pain management and opioid harm reduction specifically. And that while all this work was great, it was not particularly well connected. You know, a lot of the people doing this work never really interacted with each other. And as a system, we didn't have any strategic approach to tying this together. And we couldn't help but feel if, if we really all combined forces on this, we could probably get a lot more done than we were individually. Right, right. And one of the things that I was fascinated by, and I'll direct this question to you, Dr. Hilliard, Uh, was that the team behind Rewrite the Script began the event by acknowledging the role that Michigan Medicine and the healthcare industry as a whole has played in the recent opioid epidemic. Why was it so important to discuss that point right off the bat? Yeah, that's a great observation. Um, In preparation for this event, we spent many months with our design team, which was composed of about 30 individuals from across the institution, uh, clinicians, administrators, physical therapists, uh, nurses, Um, to get input from them. And one of the things that uh, came up is that we should get this out of the way early. Oftentimes when clinicians are treating someone with pain or with addiction, they are frustrated by their lack of resources or lack of knowledge. And it can be an emotional reaction. People want to relive that and tell that story. But we knew this event was about getting work done. And we wanted to get down to the business of uh, solutions for this problem. So we wanted to get that out of the way early. So we addressed that early on. We also knew that while this event um, was to target our own uh, problems and to kind of clean our own house at Michigan Medicine, we knew that we needed to engage with community partners and this event would reach well beyond the walls of Michigan Medicine. So we um, we, we didn't want to be... Um, identified as the people behind the ivory tower and have other people on the outside say, well, isn't that nice? Dr. Hilliard is telling me to reduce opioid prescribing and do other things without giving them the tools. It was important for them to realize we are partners in this. The people um, involved in this event are all clinicians and we have the same struggles 
uh, we're in this together. So we wanted to get that out front. To learn more about Rewrite the Script and to hear from even more of the team behind it, check out last week's episode of The Wrap. Now, on a lighter note, the podcast became all fun and games as recreational therapist Megan Vega sat down to talk about her program, the Michigan Wolverines Wheelchair Basketball Team. The Wolverines are Michigan Medicine's first-ever competitive youth sports program. Here's the interview with Megan. The Wolverines are run by the University of Michigan Adaptive and Inclusive Sports Experience, or UMAZE for short. What is UMAZE and what is the history behind the initiative? Yeah, so UMAZE is a fully donor and fundraised-based program at this point. In 2016, we were actually given our first grant money from EPIC to host an adaptive kayaking clinic. It took us actually until 2017 to implement hosting that clinic, which was very successful. And from there, we had more donors approach us, hoping to help us start wheelchair basketball. And that summer, we also hosted two hand cycling clinics. After that year, we officially became UMAZE, and in 2018, we were able to offer more kayaking clinics, more hand cycling clinics. We pulled in adaptive tree climbing, martial arts. We did an overnight camping event, um, adaptive walker soccer, and then, of course, we launched the Wolverines' first competitive basketball season. So you have an incredible amount of offerings, but the basketball team, like you mentioned, is the first that's going to enter competitions and play games against peers. Yeah. Uh, how did the idea of taking that next step with the Wolverines come about? I think it was always kind of a dream to have a competitive team, and basketball kind of seemed like the first logical step. It it helped us to, um, you know, we're hoping to just continue our growth with that program and build on our momentum and get our name out there. So what type of players are, are on the Wolverines? So we have kids from ages five to 14 currently, but we're open to anybody up to 18 years of age. We take any kids that maybe for whatever reason can't play able-bodied basketball. Uh, Most of them have some sort of lower extremity disability. Not all of them are wheelchair users in everyday life, but we're able to provide uh, wheelchairs for them thanks to a, a grant from Dance Marathon. That, that's awesome. Now, for full disclosure, I am also the head coach of the Wolverines. Yes, so you are. I, I sort of have a personal stake and maybe a bit biased here. But the program itself, it, it's incredibly important for participants, both the players themselves and their families. Uh, what is it that the kids really get out of the program? Yeah, I think at its simplest, it's the kids get to experience the joy of recreation with as much independence and to experience something that maybe they haven't had the option to before. Um, they get to have new experiences, make new friends, and have fun without having to worry about that sort of um, accessibility of it all. Mm-hmm. And then for the parents and families, what type of things do they take away from the weekly practices and eventually these tournaments that their kids will be playing in? You know, I think it's really a camaraderie activity for the parents, too. It kind of has built in this natural support group for them, which has been really cool to see. They're able to meet other families going through similar things. Um, And then also, I think they're just excited to have this opportunity for their kids. I've had parents come up to me and say, you know, uh, my, my son has watched his brothers and sisters play competitive sports, and he has asked but never had the chance, and, and this is his chance. And I think um, everybody's just really excited that, that it exists. Finally, heading into the holidays, The Wrap caught up with Allison Nix from M Healthy, who discussed the types of resources available for faculty and staff to help them navigate the season. Here's what she had to say. 
holidays are often a time of anxiety for individuals. There's dealing with social anxiety, the expectation of drinking and eating large amounts at gatherings, uh, even just coping with the colder weather. Uh, what sort of programs are available from M Healthy to help our faculty and staff deal with the, the next month or so? So Health and Wellbeing Services has so many great programs to help people throughout this time of year. I often tell my clients it can be a time of year for joy and for sadness. And so many people are feeling so many emotions during the holidays, and they are using all kinds of coping mechanisms, alcohol, tobacco, food. The M Healthy um, Alcohol Management Program is running a special program right now called the Holiday Stop and Swap. It's weekly emails from now until the first of the year that share information about how to kind of navigate this time of year um, by either cutting back on your drinking or, or um, not drinking at all, mm-hmm. and how that looks and how that might feel for people. The M Healthy Ready to Lose program is one for individuals who are trying to maintain their weight or lose weight. And finally, the Faculty and Staff Counseling and Consultation Office on campus and the Office of Counseling and Workplace Resilience at Michigan Medicine are both available to help employees on a short-term basis with all kinds of life challenges, challenges at home, challenges at work, um, challenges with their body, challenges with their mind. You could check out the full interviews from each of these stories by visiting mmheadlines.org and searching The Wrap. Of course, we won't let you enter the holidays without learning about another exclusive discount available to faculty and staff. Here's this week's Employee Perk of the Week. I'm going to make them an offer again with you. If you're hosting guests over the next few weeks or just attending a holiday feast, I'm sure you'll be hitting up your local grocery store. Fortunately, Michigan Medicine employees get a discount to Plum Markets, two Ann Arbor locations. Just present your M-Card at checkout to take advantage of the offer. Finally, it's trivia time! Last week, we asked listeners, how many Americans manage chronic pain every day? The answer is more than 100 million people. Congratulations to Jacob Rothman, an administrative assistant who emailed in the correct answer. Jacob, a member of the Department of Communication, will be in touch shortly to get you your prize. Now for this week's question, which comes from a story recently featured in headlines. On Wednesday, December 26th, many members of the Michigan medicine community will begin celebrating Kwanzaa. How long does that holiday last? Once again, how long does Kwanzaa last? When you know the answer, send it to headlines at med.umich.edu and you can win a great prize. And this is the final week to enter the quarterly drawing for an Amazon Echo. Everyone who sends in the correct answer will be entered into the raffle, and the winner of the Echo will be announced in early January. Thanks to all of our listeners for making the first few months of the wrap such a success, and thank you for all you do every day for our patients, families, and each other. Happy holidays, and we'll see you in the new year.